Hey, welcome in, everybody. No, this Ian. is uh, another, yeah, Ian's not here yet, another edition of the SCB Steelers podcast. Another edition. By Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. And uh, we're jumping at you a little earlier this week, a Tuesday night. Um, and I uh, wanted to make sure we got a chance to get in our thoughts on the Steelers' big 20-10 win over the New Orleans Saints. Boy, are the Saints bad. Holy shit, are they bad. Well, it's it's Andy Dalton. Uh, the Saints it, are not well, bad. I'm I, telling I, you, man, they're not. Well, they wanted It's Andy fucking Dalton. Andy Dalton now owns a 3-14 and 14 career record versus the Steelers. The Saints actually have a pretty good defense. I, I didn't think they play particularly well versus the run, obviously. But some of that right. did have to do with the fact that that James Daniel and Chukes run block pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, look, you know, Najee was a yard short of 100. Uh, Kenneth almost Pickett. five yards to carry, though. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's the number. That's yeah. the number. Yep. The uh, I, I don't care about the total either. I, carry, I care much more about the average. Um, and, and he was solid and, uh, you know, Jalen Warren, I, I think was better as a receiver this week. Um, three catches, 40 yards. I mean, he yeah. made a spectacular play down the sideline, um, to, to essentially seal it there. And, um, it, you know, there was nice contributions from everybody and, and, you know, look, I, I'm not going to sit here and, and try to paint this as it was an offensive explosion, or anything remotely close to that, but it was nice to see some things work, and it was nice to see the team win, um, which is what we expected coming out of the bye. Tomlin's record's very, very good coming out of that now. So uh, I think he's now 12, 12 and 4, I think, all time coming out of the bye. So, um, you know, that's good. But uh, let me welcome in uh, Ben. Let me welcome in Scarps. I'm sure Ian will be along as soon as all 12 of the kids are put to sleep. <laughs> uh, or something to that effect. Uh, Scarps, how are you? What'd you think of the game on Sunday? Pretty good. Um, I mean, I, I don't, yeah, I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was okay. Uh, by no means, um, yep. you know, do I think it was glamorous or, uh, or pretty? Um, but it was, it was necessary. Uh, felt good to get a win. I'm sure the team and coaches and organization felt that way too. Um, I, I was part, <laughs> didn't play, but I, I was there for that 0-4, 2-6 start in 2013. Yeah, and yeah, I tell you, it was, it was, uh, it was pretty miserable. Um, you know, you know, obviously everybody was professional, but during those moments, like, you know, you maybe didn't, you know, crack a joke. You just put your head down and did your job. So I'm sure they're happy. And, um, you know, I, if they're, you know, good for Najee Harris, like that guy needed that type of performance. For sure. Um, you know, it's good to see TJ Watt back. I don't necessarily think that, um, he was playing and I'm sure if you asked him, <laughs> I don't, I don't think he would say that he was playing up to his potential. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there was mm-hmm. a little bit of nerves there, but I thought that just him being there was, was a big deal. I it thought helped. that, uh, I thought it helped others. Um, no question. I, it was good to see the defense hold on to interceptions. Um, actually, you know, not only hold on to some interceptions, but knock some balls out that were yeah. 50-50 balls uh, against some pretty good receivers. Yeah. Um, again, you know, uh, the kicking game was shit. Uh, and I said yeah, that we'll last. Touch on that. I said that last week, but yep. but overall, um, you know, I it, it take nothing away from the Steelers, but man, like the Saints looked like they wanted nothing to do with that game. They had to go to Baltimore on a Monday night, then they go back home, then they had to come to Ackershore. Um, yeah, Andy Dalton did look bad, but they just their defense looked a little bit tired, couldn't do anything in the run in the run defense. But hey, you know, I think did we all we all picked Dude. the Steelers to score twenty points. So <laughs> it, it all, I, I had them losing nineteen thirteen. I think I think you and Ben and Ian were all right around twenty. I said they'd lose, but I said they'd score twenty, and they right, did. So. Right, and and that sure seems to be the number. Uh, Ryan, that's a pretty good synopsis of things. Um, ben, your your overall thoughts before we get into some specifics here. Uh, obviously, ran the ball much better. You know, a couple hundred yards of rushing that that helps your passing game quite a bit. Um, I think that the the Saints did struggle versus the run. Um. You know, and it, it was just like it was it was long gains that 
I mean, for the most part, they did okay, but they they got a little leaky, and they had that long run by Najee, a couple long runs by by Pickett, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was just like, well, um, huh? I guess we're gonna figure this out. So they kind of started stepping back a little bit. It gave them a little more time. Um, I didn't think that Dan Moore was awful again. <laughs> um, Kevin Dotson apparently is nursing a hip. I don't think he played very well either. Mm-hmm. He, he has okay. a couple. He has a couple injuries like in that area. He's, he's got a hip, a rib, a yeah, the abductor, adductor. One of <laughs> yeah. the he uh, he didn't play very well versus the pass. He played okay in the run game, but not great. Um, Mason Cole again. I I owe this guy an apology. I I watched his film when they signed him. I was like, what the fuck? What are you doing? He's played much better than I expected. I would not say that he's good. But he's competent, mm-hmm. which is you know, I, I think that's fair. Yeah, I, everything I think, that yeah. that Green was not last year at all. Kendrick Green was absolutely horrid, which is why he hasn't gotten a helmet all year. Yeah. Um, Cole, Ben, Cole. I think Cole's might be playing the best out of any lineman right now. Uh, I'm gonna go with Maybe Daniels. I'm, yeah, Daniels actually. Yeah, I, he I, has, Daniels. Cole, yeah, Daniels. Yeah. Daniels pass blocks yeah. a lot like Jalen Warren. He, he, he's violent. He bodies guys. I'm yeah. like, Jesus, man. Yeah, he, yeah, he does not miss it took a, a little. It took a little while oh, to, yeah. to, to get up to speed, I think, mm-hmm. with, with Pittsburgh and, and with, you know, probably with what Pat Meyer wanted him to do. Right. And with the offense and everything else. But as he's gotten into it now, he's he's playing really well. I, that That's definitely our best offensive lineman. And probably our only legitimately good offensive lineman is Daniels. Sorry, uh, but Chooks is, just... Chooks is playing. Okay. He played yeah. a really bad game versus the Eagles. Much yeah, better, yeah. much, much better versus new Orleans. Um, uh, tight ends played pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, um, Connor Hayward even played pretty well. Jalen yep. Warren talked about that defense. DeMonte Kazee. What can you say about that guy? He played every yeah. snap, contributed consistently. Yeah, he had one bad penalty that, to me, was – I'm sorry, Steelers Nation. That was not a shot shoulder to shoulder. No. He hit him in the penalty. head. He hit oh, him in the head, and he left his feet. Yep. You're a hater. Yeah, yeah I, I'm a hater. Sure. Nah. He left it his was literally <laughs> roll by roll. It was yes. textbook. Like, yes. I, I, listen, I hate officiating. I think they suck. But in a bang bang situation, they got that a thousand percent. Thousand percent right. Yeah, they did. They did. Uh, you didn't even didn't even. No, I wasn't that. even close. I, nope. I when I watched it happen, I was like, oh yeah, that's that's gonna get called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it did. And then they scored a touchdown, so that yeah. cost us a little bit. But yeah, um, I know Scarps pointed out the DBs played better. Uh, pulls the balls out, some 50-50 situations, caught some interceptions. Um, tracked the ball, brought it in much better, much, much better. Uh, Robert Spillane still very bad in coverage, but played a, you know, a nice game considering the fact that they wanted to sit miles Jack, they dressed him, but they wanted to sit him because he's got some issues with his knee Mm -hmm. and things were going well enough. They didn't put him in. Right. So, you know, yeah, they, they primarily stuck with uh, Spillane and Bush, and and uh, occasionally you'd see Terrell Edmonds down in the box a little bit. Uh, T.J. Watt, um, four tackles, no. four tackles and a quarterback hit. Right, it's not really a T.J. Watt type of night. Nope. but you know he made some plays. He did. He made some some plays that other guys wouldn't have made. It definitely was an improvement, and I agree with Scarps. Him just being out there helped some other guys play. Uh, it gave Cam some room. It gave Larry Okunjobi some room to do some things up front. No doubt about it. That that they weren't able to do earlier this year with with TJ being out. So, eh, yeah, I, I think his his presence was huge. Yeah. Um I, I you know I think the Saints weren't any more uh, or, or less uh, caught off guard that hey he's playing. Is he going to be TJ Watt that we expect? Probably not, but they weren't going to take a risk with it. They chipped, they doubled. Well, yeah, uh, if you they, if you just you leave know, that guy one on one all night, he's going to eat you alive. Absolutely. I mean, yep. And and you know, credit credit Highsmith took advantage of it. Um, 
uh, his opportunities and and uh, a couple sacks, forced fumble, and uh, man, that is so weird. You ever see a play like that in the in the in the backfield where a guy strips the quarterback and the ball just kind of sits there, and nobody jumps on it for a brief. That moment. was a little weird. It was strange. It was like nobody knew where it went. Right, right. It they were like, everybody... what? oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was odd, but uh, yeah, I, I, I look, you can't. You can't overstate the play of the secondary because not only did they have the interceptions, but you guys mentioned that they they also got hands in balls. Uh, Arthur Millette had a really nice breakup. Yep. Um, I, Wallace had a couple. It, Put no, your I, hand between the ball yes. and the player and rip. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we'd like to welcome in the fourth member of our team. He is Ian and he is, uh, uh, well, he's here. Uh, I have the, arrived. The big question is, what's everybody drinking tonight? Ben Anderson, what are you drinking this evening? Jubal Ale. Jubal Ale, very good. Ryan Scarpino? Uh, vodka. Vodka? Is it, vodka. The, uh, is it the convenience store vodka, or did we step it up yeah. this week? No, we got the Crown Roost. Okay, on, we man. got some convenience store. Yeah, very good, very good. <laughs> and, like uh, five bucks for the handle, or? He's like nine five bucks Chuck it's Vodka. Six- Seriously, it's nine ninety nine. Yeah, you can get two for like nineteen eighty one. This guy's a bargain hunter. Uh, nineteen ninety eight. Ian, what are you drinking? Tonight? Whatever. I am finishing off my. Don't you have taxes there? Redemption bourbon because this was the Matt Canada redemption game. Even though it was not perfect, it was probably the best one he's had yet. So it was you know. better. He still sucks. And I'm still working on my Jameson uh, IPA edition. Uh, Okay, Ian, since you threw it out there, I'll give it to you. Uh, Was that Matt Canada's best game? And if so, why? Yes, it it was. It was his best game. There were. You know what it reminds me of? All right. There was an episode of Married with Children where Al Bundy looks at a really ugly woman and says, you look less ugly than usual. (laughs) It was that. Okay. There was there's still problems abounding, right? There's still yes. problems with the blocking up front. Kevin Dotson can't handle a stunt to save his life. There was, you know, the, the running game ran for 200 plus yards, which always helps. You know, um, Pickett's still staring down his first read. If it's not there, he gets happy feet. He took some sacks that were not the offensive line's fault. He took some sacks that were the offensive line's fault. Um, Pickett, you know, made some bad throws. He made some bad decisions. His accuracy was bad in certain instances, but he also made some good throws and some good decisions. So it was a, a mixed bag, you know, kind of what you would expect with the rookie quarterback but you know when i went back and watched the game uh you you know the the play calling in and of itself so what matt canada can control Mm -hmm. there was some bad stuff yes there was some dumb stuff yes like not running the ball in the red zone when you've been carving them up and and what you know your first (sighs) and goal from the 10 and you don't run ball okay um but and then yeah but nevertheless like some of the the plays that didn't work were good plays and were well-designed plays and guys were open and either someone missed a block or, you know, Pickett made the wrong read or if Pickett made a good read and threw a bad pass behind a receiver, um, you know, or, you know, there were some, some go routes that were available going down the sidelines and Pickett mm-hmm. threw the ball three yards out of bounds. So the right. one to Deontay, he actually threw three yards inbounds. It was like, whoa, they, <laughs> they hooked up for one because he didn't throw it out of bounds. Um, but, but yeah, I think, I think on the whole, the play calling was, was not terrible. There was a lot of things that happened in that game on the execution side that were choppy. Yeah. Um, there were some play calls that were dumb, no doubt about it. you know, like yep. when you're carving them up on the ground, all of a sudden going with a jet sweep to Steven Sims that loses you a yard at the front yeah. of the field goal range. What know, the there fuck was, was that? <laughs> there was some bad play calling decisions. Don't get me wrong. But but on the whole, there was a lot less instances in this game that I could point to and be like, what the fuck was he thinking? That was a dumb shit play call. Um, it was it was more on the execution side when things broke down and they had a lot of success. And that's what, that's what a good running game can do for you is it opens up a lot of other things and options and you can do stuff off of it. Um, Yeah. That I I think Najee, Najee was, 
his most patient that he's been all season that he wasn't trying to hit the home run every time he was taking what was there but then because the saints run defense is worse than ours there was holes there that turned into 30 yard runs yeah so you know that that patience pays off that you don't have to hit the home run every time it's you know take take what's there and eventually what's there will pop for you yeah and and i i agree with you very much more patient um, just what wasn't nearly as, as, uh, dancy. Oh, I forgot about right Deontay word. running himself out of a first down when he oh, had the first down and ran backwards. But, Dude, but, what the yeah, hell was yeah. that? It's right. not he the first time he's yards. done that. No. It's just the most blatant. Yeah. Things. But, but that's yeah. another thing. Like you can't blame Matt Canada for that. No. Right. No, no. The, well, the, the play call was good. It got Deontay the ball at the first, at the sticks. Mm-hmm. Deontay just tried to do too much rather yeah. than taking what was there and falling rather forward than just for two doing more his yards. fucking job. Yes. <laughs> um, Ryan Scarpino, you've been largely the biggest critic of Kenneth Pickett. Yeah, because you're mean. Uh, amongst what? us. You're such a hater. I, I think On this have. show? I think you're you such have. a hater. You're mean. On this stuff. show or in, I, I, or, or in general? Oh, no. Just on this show. Just on this yeah. show. Yeah, no. So I'm going to ask you this. Is is the current way that he's being coached? Is it holding him back? <laughs> oh man, what a question! No, I mean, I, I mean, like, <laughs> I, we we don't fucking know how he's being coached. Yeah, so like, I, we can speculate, well, but yeah, we I know. I well, allow me to uh, clarify. Yeah, let, let's. Yeah, I can't. And I don't. There, there is no question that the common theme that you hear from Mike Tomlin, Matt Canada, and you even hear it from Kenny Pickett himself: ball security, mm-hmm. take care of the ball, you know, okay. make good decisions, all the things that you would want a rookie quarterback to do. But <laughs> this, this is, is a kid. This is a kid right that, that that at Pitt was aggressive, was fearless, uh-huh. and all that. Seems to me it was to playing be gone. the ACC. I I know different levels of competition. It's a whole different world. I get it. So, but that what, said, is he so worried about making a mistake that that it's completely affected the way he plays the position? The, yeah. So here here's the problem, and it's not. I don't have, like I said. I've said this many times on the show. I don't have a problem with Kenny Pickett. I didn't want a quarterback in the first round, just like I didn't want a running back in this in the first round the okay. year prior. Um, but what? But what? With Pickett, it comes this admiration for the guy because he played at Pitt, and there is a huge. He has a so many fans just on the fact that he played at Pitt, but he hasn't right. done a damn thing in this league, and. Right. I think the thing that irritates me the most is the people that go out of their way to defend him. I have never in my life seen Steelers fans, maybe it's just picket fans, or is it Pitt Steelers picket fans <laughs> um, that that go that are so excited to say, "Hey, he didn't turn the ball over. We also <laughs> didn't fucking throw a touchdown." Like at what point? Yeah. At what point? Like. Like, at what point, like, does this dude actually, like, let it fucking rip? Because, yeah, you're right. He was aggressive at Pitt. However, he has small hands, and it's a different size ball in the NFL. No. It's um, just not, dude. It's, it's, it's HCC just, athletes. It's just, exactly. It's totally right. different. Like, no disrespect, but, like, you're going to tear up your Western Michigan or uh, or even. Uh, uh, I believe Western Michigan defeated Pitt last but he, year. He, he threw for like five touchdowns. Like, Whoa, the ball. Their defense sucks. But but the point is like, yeah, you're right. But Ben, you're right. Like competition is everything. And, and people, oh, God, don't, yes. um, people don't understand the fucking. The teeny tiny windows you have in the NFL. And, and the difference between pro and college is astra fucking nomical. Yes. Like, Agreed. like how many great college players didn't do shit in the NFL? It's like it's like 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 the speed is so much different. And like you know, a perfect example is a couple weeks ago. Um, Javon Holland from the Dolphins, Javon uh, Holland from the Dolphins read that shit all the way when he threw that pick, like Javon Holland was like, this, like this dude is really going to throw this right now. Like you might've got, you got away with that in the ACC, but you're not getting away with it now. Um, so 
to answer your question, I don't know how he's being coached, but to me, yeah, he looks a little timid. He looks a little shy. He looks like he's afraid to make a mistake. And I don't know if that's him or Tomlin or Canada, but all I know is there are fucking dudes open and he either doesn't yep. see him yep. or he's not allowed to throw to him. And I'm going to start to say that he's not seeing the field. That's, the, okay. that's what I think. I, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. And I'm going to go a, a little bit against it in so much as I'm going to expand upon it, I guess. I agree with you. He has poor pocket presence. He does, He's not reading the defenses very well. I don't understand the way he goes through his progressions. He's missing guys that are fucking open. It's frustrating to watch. Mm-hmm. By the same token, this is a rookie quarterback who's played in six games, mm-hmm. started five. Mm-hmm. So far, he's thrown for two touchdowns and eight interceptions. He should be coached not to turn the fucking ball over. Okay? He should. That right. should be a point of emphasis. It should yes. be. Don't fucking throw a pick. Don't fucking do it. You're averaging over a pick a game right now. Don't fucking throw picks. So if that is a point of emphasis for him every day in, in practice, it should be. All right? If he's if, if as a result... He is holding on to the ball longer, which, again, going back to the pocket presence, there were, I'm not going to say several, there were a handful of instances this week where I thought he could have stepped up into the pocket and thrown the ball. Yes. Rather than trying to go out and running that, into a pass rusher, they gave you a fucking pocket, stay in it. That is that is what he did at Pitt, and he got stay away with it. in it. He Those got are good away athletes that play on the edge in the NFL. They will take right. your ass down but there were also a couple of instances where he could have stepped up (laughs) and it looked to me like the receivers quit on the play they just fucking stopped they were like eh well busted play I guess we're we're screwed which basically tells me because last year they would have kept running it would have been a scramble drill right right they were trying to get open Ben would have found them boom right because that's what Ben did his whole goddamn career this year they don't believe in what they're being asked to do they apparently don't trust their quarterback and he doesn't trust them which is so something that's that's earned over time. I get it. Um, but it's it's everybody. And it's really difficult to mm-hmm. evaluate his performance because he's playing in a shitty offense. He with a line that's not playing great. I'm sorry, they're not playing great. And on top of that, he's got some bad tendencies too. And he's getting shitty just yeah. awful fucking play he's, calls, awful play design. Yeah. He's he started he started five games, but only played a half in one of them, and then he didn't start in the Jets right. game. So let's say played he's played half. five games, right. really, right? right? No, he's played six games. Yeah. Well, he's, no, no, no. Let's let's just say total games. He's played in in twenty quarters. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Right. Well, I think yeah. I think another point too yeah. to be made is you know he hasn't. This was the. Other than the Tampa Bay game, which was kind of close the whole game, this was the first time that he really got to kind of play with a lead for most of the game. Yeah. That, and with you know, an effective run game. Yeah. He he came into the Jets game and they were losing. The Bills game, they were down seven, could have been ten or fourteen by the you know, by the time he took his first snap. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there's been basically every time he's played, um, you know, they've been losing for, you know, he's had to kind of play from behind and the play calling is different in those instances. Sure, and maybe sure. you do try and force the ball a little bit more. Or sometimes, you know, Chase Claypool falls down before you, you, you know, after you already, after the ball's out of your hand and you're like, well, shit, he's not where he's supposed to be. Um, why, are we fucking, why are we shitting on Chase Claypool? We don't even play here anymore. <laughs> I'm just saying that did happen. Um, and, I get and, that, but yeah, I'm, I'm being a dick, but also not like he's fucking gone. Like I don't yeah. care about Chase Claypool anymore. <laughs> yeah, it, actually, this is a good point that Jennifer just made too. That you know, Kenny Pickett was averaging like 44 pass attempts per game. Yeah. Like that's not how you bring a rookie quarterback along. <laughs> and like you know, Kenny isn't Kenny isn't 15 year vet Ben, right? <laughs> that. No, um, he is not. You no, know, no, he no. you can't ask him to throw the ball 44 times and expect him to create magic. Like you got to pick and choose your situations. Mm-hmm. And they were able to do that a little bit better this game because they had an effective running game and could move the ball and actually were picking up first downs. Um, you know, the the other thing that I wanted to mention was Charlie Batch had a really good point on the postgame show. Um, 
that he said, you know, we can sit up here and analyze this guy was open, that guy was open, all that stuff. We can see what the play design was. What we don't know is what the game plan was of, okay, if they're in this defense, here's the go-to guy. If you get this one-on-one matchup, regardless of what the rest of the defense is, here's your go-to guy, right? Um, and I think the one defensive back for the for the Saints had three or four pass interference penalties or a couple. Uh, they they kept picking on the one guy. Yeah. Um, kind of whoever. Yeah, twenty seven. Whoever he was yep. guarding. Um, so that was definitely you know I mean the Saints were down three <laughs> of their four starting defensive backs. So why not go after you know the rookie? Yeah. Um, but that's the thing that we don't know as fans watching the game is we don't know what the game plan says and where that kind of dictates, you know, where he's in theory supposed to go with the ball. There, right? are, that, there, have, there have also been instances this season, several times where receivers didn't realize they were the hot route. Yeah. They didn't see a blitz. Great they point. didn't see it coming. Yep. Had no idea what the deal was. Saw seven guys line up on the line and went, eh, whatever. I'm running my route. Right. Right. And he had nobody to, to throw to in turn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah hey, I, just, I think I yeah. think progress progress is happening. It's just slow, but yeah. it's 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 slow. And I know it's frustrating because we just had a you know 15 year quarterback who mm-hmm. or 17 year quarterback, 18 year quarterback who knew exactly what he was doing and exactly what the defense was going to do, and would just call out plays, be like Juju, run a slant, I'll throw you the ball, <laughs> and it would work. So I know it's frustrating going back to a rookie because we haven't had a rookie in so long. But it's it's part of the process. It is. It to is. me, he, to me, I haven't seen any improvement between the Jets game and this game. I've really oh. from Pickett. No. Yeah. Wow. wow. I thought he played. I thought he played better. Well, okay. His worst game was versus the Eagles. Yes. All right. I think that was everybody's worst game. Maybe, but his worst game, Pickett's worst game by far was versus the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And he played much better this week, I thought. Um, and I think he's he's a little improved. Um, I mean, shit, Scarps, he threw three picks versus the Jets in a half. But none of them were his fault. Oh, shut up. God. The no, record. Uh, that's the okay. record for the okay, most interceptions that weren't his fault. Here's the, bot- here's the bottom line. Here's the bottom line. I Here's the bottom line. And I said this to you. Just because you – observe about his play or make an observation or, or do a slight critique. It doesn't mean you hate him or you're not a fan. What? I just haven't seen anything from him that wows me. Ryan's mean. Okay. What a hater. And I know, and I'm going to say, so, so his, we talked about it, what his ceiling is or whatever. Mm-hmm. We, we had said, they, you know, Derek Carr, or Kirk Cousins. And I know Kirk Cousins has Justin Jefferson, but did you see some of the fucking throws Kirk Cousins was, was making on Sunday? Yeah. yeah. That dude was fucking zero fucks. Just fucking don't care. And yeah, it helps when you have a Justin Jefferson, but like that dude has is fearless. If Kenny Pickett could get to that level, I can live with that. Yeah. Well, but Kirk I Cousins has haven't... been in the league for 10 years. He was drafted in 2012. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. If he can get to that level. Yeah. But Kirk Cousins. I'm not going to sit here and say Kirk Cousins is always look is like Kirk Cousins to me has never looked as bad as Pickett does right now. He, he didn't look great as a rookie or as a second. He's had player. some moments, but yeah, I, he, I get he, what you're he saying. Struggled, I get what you're he struggled saying, a bit yeah. in his first contract yeah. with, with Washington. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I am the biggest Pickett hater on this show. I, I'm, I apologize. You are. You're just going to have to wear that badge for a while, man. Uh, hey, real quick, we are part of the Pigskin Podcast Network, and as such, uh, make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets. If your team wins, just place a $5 bet on any football game only at DraftKings Sportsbook using code TPPN. And gamble wisely, people. Real real quick, Cousins. Sorry, Cousins wasn't the starter (laughs) in Washington. Not right out of the gate, RG. Twenty fifteen. Yeah, so he he made nine starts before he was the primary starter in twenty fifteen. But I I just want to point out how funny it is that that Ryan is so tough on Kenny fucking Pickett and defended Mason Rudolph at every opportunity. Now that shit to me is hilarious. 
because Mason sucks and we know it. Oh, okay. Um, so here, I got a question for you. Um, in their first six Do career tell. start, in their first, <laughs> okay. So, um, this in their first six career starts, the Steelers had a four and two record. The quarterback threw for nine touchdowns and only had three interceptions. Uh-huh. And two of those wins were against the five and two Colts and the five and yeah, three yeah, yeah, Rams. Yeah. Uh-huh. Was that Kenneth Shane Pickett? No, it wasn't. That and Mason you know that, that quarterback later on, later on that season, that quarterback got benched for Duck fucking Hodges. All right, did he get benched or did he, he have the benched. worst game of his career? He got hit him in the fucking head with a helmet, and everybody eh, in this whatever. town fucking turned on him. But yet, Kenny Pickett could walk on fucking water and See? do whatever he wants. See? I'm just saying, keep the same, See? keep that same energy <laughs> for everybody. Here's here's one one other point to be made though that both of those games you mentioned, the Rams game and the Colts game. Good. Minka Fitzpatrick had defensive touchdowns in those games. And if Minka has a defensive touchdown against New England, or no, he didn't play against New England, shit. Um, But, you know, against the Jets or against, you know, if he plays against New England and picks off Mac Jones, you know, maybe it goes a little differently. I'm I'm just saying that. You know, Tomlin uh, said that Minka okay, wanted to right, play on right, Sunday. That's right. That's yeah, right. keep yeah. keep fucking digging for those picket excuses, man. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. I'm just saying. I'm just saying it helps a lot when you get defensive and special teams touchdowns. That's all yeah, I'm sure, saying. Sure. Um, Any quarterback it does help a lot. Well, in that Rams yeah. game, you do remember the Mason fucking, fucking Rudolph went over Mason's head and Dante Mason, Fowler scored a touchdown. Mason had a great, yeah. great defense that year. They gave him five interceptions in a road game in San Francisco, and he still fucking lost. Oh, I'm sorry. Did James fucking Connor not fumble in the most critical time of the game? Like, oh my god, that's what I'm saying. You go out of your way to fucking hate Mason. Just I do. Go out of your way. You, if you finish, if you finish a game, Kenny, come here. If you finish a game, you finish a game plus three in the overtime ratio. You, you should win every time. Bottom line. Yes. Yes. All right. We couldn't so, because because Mason couldn't throw a fucking touchdown pass to save his life in the goddamn red zone because he sucks. He threw right. a 76 yard touchdown. Well, anyway, so and then had while a we're screaming about Andre. a guy who holds I a clipboard like, and wears his on? jockey shorts under his sweats, uh, we're we're gonna move on. Uh, yes, right, uh, I gotta um, I gotta say something. There was a there was a guy sitting behind me at the game. Yeah. Who, if if there was a Saints version of our podcast, he would have he would have been on it because he was definitely a Saints fan. But every time they got the ball, he was like, well, fuck, let's see if we can get a first down here. We can't get a first down to save our lives. And then they got like the one drive they got two. He's like, holy shit, we got two first downs. We fucking suck. We're awful. I can't believe we got two first downs. Like he was the most negative visiting fan I've ever heard. It was Why hilarious. Spend his money there, I'm telling you, Andy Dalton. Yeah, Andy well. fucking Dalton. That guy just yeah, the Steelers just have awful. his number. They're terrible. The Steelers just have Andy Dalton's fucking number. They just do. Um, just real quick, Ben, you mentioned you know Minka. He he popped up on the injury report with appendicitis, and uh, <laughs> you know, look, appendicitis almost always leads to appendix removed. Um, and yeah, that ended up being the case, correct? He yeah. had his appendix removed on Saturday. Yeah. And, and on and Sunday, he was like, I'm okay. I want to play. Right. And well, it, was, it was like, the Saturday before. It was no. the Saturday of the bye week, wasn't it? No. Yeah, yeah I no. thought it was the like Saturday. I think it, was, after, it had to have been. It was there's... Saturday after the walkthrough. No, there's no I way he could have. I you not. Wow. Well, either case, Tomlin did not yeah, rule they wouldn't out. have had a walkthrough on the bye week. Right. Nope. No, that's true. Tomlin, Tomlin did not rule him out for Sunday. Um, this Sunday, so, right? I right mean, they, the they're going to see. I, I, I can't see it. I think that's nuts. I know they do um, appendectomies arthroscopically now, and apparently it didn't burst because they're not ruling him out for Sunday. But when when still, Ben had his, he missed two weeks, right? He missed fourteen days. Fourteen and, days. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, let me uh, shift gears here a little bit. I want to say it was um, Hines that had his and only missed a, a game. Boy, him, I don't remember. Uh, and his was weird, too, because I think, as I recall, he was driving to the charter flight. 
and was really uncomfortable and went inside and the doctor was like, okay, let's just examine you right here. And he goes, no, you need to go to the hospital now. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's never good. So that's, that's good. that again, that's Saturday. And he missed a game and played the next week. He okay. didn't practice the next week, but still played. Right. Right. But you know, it's Heinz. I mean, um, do the offense. I, I do want to mention on a, a little bit lighter note here real quick. The Steelers did announce today that, uh, Sunday they'll be wearing the color rush uniforms and this is scheduled. I I believe this is the first day game. They will wear them. Um, Is that correct? Or did they wear them for a four thirty one? They wore the the Ravens game on Christmas that Antonio Brown stretched the ball over the goal line was a four thirty game. Okay, all right. So yeah, I I know they haven't ever worn them for a one o'clock, but it was a Christmas day game, so it was right. Yeah. So it was special. Um, and then, and then Ian, you said that, um, um, since he's you, wearing their white, he's going to wear the all yeah. whites. Okay. Um, so, you know, did they that, wear them last year? Did they wear them the COVID year during it for a day game once? Like, ooh, was it? I, I'm on mute. <laughs> they, they, I, I, I want to say, I want to uh, say they, they might've worn them. They might've even worn them for, um, that fucking Baltimore game that got pushed like five days. Oh, they might have. You might be right about that. That was like a five thirty Wednesday game, though, wasn't it? It was, it was bizarre. It was, it was fucked. I thought the first time they wore those color rush jerseys was twenty seventeen. Well, I, I I'm not gonna belabor the point too much. Um, you know, um, I can't remember when they wore them first. Right. I, I just uh, I'm still waiting for the Steelers uh, white on whites to happen. That would be pretty badass. Right, man, they were so the sweet. The throwbacks. Looking. Oh, they were so cool back from the, the from the late sixties, early seventies. Yes, love the white on white. Those are beautiful. <laughs> yeah, especially yeah. In a, on a grass field. Oh, oh the grass hell stains, yeah. the dirt. Uh, anyway, I that'll be rest. gorgeous. Um, what, uh, uh, Ian? What do you attribute the running game success this past week to? After really a full season to that point of being very marginal. Uh, the Saints run defense sucks balls. Fair enough. Okay, let's move on. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, it's not good. They were banged up. Um, but I don't necessarily think our offensive line is is world beaters. So, did was it Najee being more patient? He was. He was no. more patient. He didn't try and force things. Um, and the the distribution of labor was very good too. You know, Naj had twenty carries. Jalen Warren had nine. Um. You know, it, this was the first time that George Pickens, we saw him get a chance to, you know, kind of run that end around. And he actually showed some some things, too. And, mm-hmm. you know, Steven Sims didn't really do anything on the end arounds. And I don't love the end around plays, but I understand why they do them. It's basically because if you don't, then anytime somebody comes in motion, they're just going to ignore the play. You have to at least show the threat that, oh, maybe gotta, we're going to hand it off. Show it. Yep. Yeah. So, um you know, I but I, I think most of it is they were the Saints are bad. Um, the Saints are really bad, yeah. and they the defense actually is pretty good, man. Those linebackers are fantastic. Well, they, they just didn't play a good game. They just did not play a good. They, I, I agree. They're banged up. They didn't have been, They've been. Their bad DBs against... are banged up. Yeah, they're they're their linebackers they're, are solid. They're twenty second in the league in rush defense. I was after say, they're this pretty game. bad. Yeah, they is that, all is yeah. that. Yards per game, or is that yards per carry? Uh, total rushing yards. Probably yards okay. per game. Well, I mean, they just gave up 200 yards in rushing. So yeah, I, I think they were they much, slid quite a bit after yeah. that game. Yeah, I got a feeling. No, 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 no. Even even coming yeah. into the game, they were giving up more yards per game than the Steelers were. Oh, yeah, they were definitely defense. lower middle lower middle of the pack. The, yeah. Well, so so let's shift the conversation then. Um, can they even get a somewhat similar effort this Sunday? Yeah, you can. I mean, the the Bengals aren't world beaters necessarily on defense. And, um, you know, I, I think part of it is that you just you, – you have to keep up the commitment to the running game, right? You can't be like, oh, we gave Naj 11 carries and Jalen Warren four. I don't know why we didn't run for 100 yards when, you know, this game – Naj had 20 and Jalen had nine. Like, yeah. you know, that's, that's the better distribution of labor that, you know, you gotta, you gotta do it. And, and picking up first downs, we talked about this last week, right? That, you know, 
sustaining drives gets you more opportunities and more opportunities gives you more chances for success. And yep. it just keeps rolling on itself. Yep. Right. Um, you know, there was a point late in the game where the Steelers had 36 runs, 36 passes. Mm-hmm. And my first thought when I heard that was, okay, I love the balance, but I kept coming back to something we talked a little bit about in the beginning. I would have loved to have seen a lot more runs down in the red zone. Um, yeah, I, my first know, thought was, holy shit, we've held the ball for a long fucking well, time. Well, that, yeah. 72 I, I, plays? Right. Oh, my God. That's good. That's, this is, that's actually a success. I was really pleased by that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, it just – I was stunned to see the balance, and, and you're right, the 72-plus uh, plays that we ultimately had. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I I still remained a bit stunned by that. Um, and that was that was the other thing, too. You know, in, in some of these other games, like against Miami and uh, some of the other ones, mm-hmm. the second half, we – in those games, we we were going three and out, three and out, three and out. This game, we actually sustained some drives in the second half. And, you know, even the ones where we didn't score or we missed a field goal, like there we, we were driving like 40, 50, 60 yards a drive. Even if we missed a field goal on it, you know, that was eating some clock up too. And Even if we missed yeah. – even when we missed the field goal. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man. I know. Oh. Right. Right. We could have – it was we, like, we, do they do they they still have Nick Skiba on speed dial, right? They, they oh, he's on him. speed dial, but I I mean, whether or not he's still in Pittsburgh, I have no idea. They, they can't they can't sign him. When you sign someone off of a practice squad, you have to keep them on the roster for three weeks. Yes, but they can still sign. They can sign Skiba. Right. They, they just, just, have, to, they just so they'd have two kickers on the roster. Matt, right. Right. But Matt Wright's a minimum salary player anyway. What fucking difference does it make? That's true. They could, they could re what they could re. I guess they could cut Matt Wright. They just have to pay him for two more weeks, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. his miss was bad. I mean, oh, it was misses. really misses. And, and he misses. looked, he looked Plural. bad. He looked bad in warmups. I was watching him bad in warmups. Kick off. It looked like he fucking looked... me booting a ball, man. <laughs> that, that second one, that second one, I was like, yeah, I've seen that before. <laughs> I mean, uh, like the the, fr- the yeah the second kick. I... <laughs> I watched it. I was like, "That must have been a bad hole." That he—that's an NFL kicker. He couldn't have possibly done that. No, he was There's no he way. So you watch the replay, and I'm like, "What the fuck? It was perfect." Yeah. What the hell? Good. I mean, Everything. at some point, at some point, like, in, in, in let's just be real here. Like, we're all human. Like, at, at some point, though, like you have to like shit your pants a little <laughs> bit being in front I, of that I, many I, people. Like, but that's I, why. That's why Boz like. Boz is money, man. And like, I know he had that down year, but like that, those, like when you got a kicker that, you know, that can, that can make kicks like, yeah. I, and, and normally I'm critical of Tomlin when he sends poor Boz out there, but like, I actually give Tomlin credit for being like, make the fucking kick, dude. Like go out right. there and let's see right. what you got. Because like, whatever you do on the South side is not the same as, as what you do at stadiums right. and, you know, he right. has performance anxiety. I, I mean, yeah. I, 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 I think he was just I, I tweeted through my whiskey haze on Sunday. I <laughs> The Steelers better learn their lessons. They should have learned their lesson after Josh Scobie about yeah. kickers tainted by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Just, just never, ever, ever sign another one. Ever. Like, just stay away from those guys. Because it was giving me Josh Scobie flashbacks. It was, it was. Oh, for sure. That it's bad. Scobie had the leg to get it there. It wasn't that bad. He is, couldn't. Uh, is Doug Flutie? <laughs> is Doug Flutie still the last guy to to successfully make a drop kick? Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Yeah, I think he is. Uh, you know, <laughs> Derek Watson is the backup. Still, Dad, to get to get <laughs> yeah. back to your point. Yeah. Um, running for two hundred yards a game is is the anomaly, right? <laughs> you know, they haven't done it since twenty sixteen. But the, here's the whole point, and this is the. We're not asking for 200 yards a game every no. game. We're just asking for efficiency. You know, right. if if it's 98 yards, but you picked up key first downs, yep. Um, yep. you averaged 4.4 a pop and one. I don't give a shit. It's um, situational yeah, football. Absolutely, and, and, and it's, it's winning just, on first and second down. Yes. Whatever that, whatever that looks like. However, and, you get yeah. it done. And this is a division game against an opponent that that. You let's be real. They were very fortunate in week one, even though their defense played out of their minds. 
So this is a yep. division opponent that's looking for revenge, and they've beaten the Steelers. They beat the Steelers last year. Twice uh, last at, year. Well, at Acrisure, yes. Or at now. Acrisure, it was actually Hines. But no. But, it was it was Hines Field. But, and <laughs> they just need, honestly, this but needs Jamar to be Chase is not playing. Right. Are we sure? Yes. Uh, and that is, yeah. that is huge. Jamar well, Chase. Yeah. I'm going to be That's, frank. Jamar Chase is their offense. If you don't have to account for that guy, there's a whole That is so disrespectful to T. Higgins, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and Joe Mixon. T. Higgins is good. He's not Hall of Fame talent good. He T. Ain't. Higgins is better than any receiver we have. Okay. Tyler fair. Boyd might be too. Well, I don't know if Higgins is better than Deontay when Deontay has his shit together. I'm not saying that he does. But when he does, he's you, very good. Are you, you, oh my God. I, you know what? I'm not going to get invited back to the show, man. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm you are. High tonight. <laughs> T. Higgins is good. He's good. I don't think, I, I don't think he's better. Higgins than... has good long speed. You know, my, my knock uh, on him. Higgins the... is talented, but he's not T. Higgins good yet. T. Higgins is a better receiver at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Higgins isn't a real sharp route runner. My my knock on Higgins coming out in the draft was that I didn't think he was willing to go across the middle and take big hits. I thought he was soft. Yeah. He's proven me wrong on that yes, a bit. I mean, yeah. he's he's definitely willing to to go over the middle and and make contested catches. He's a he's a quality receiver. Higgins but I think, runs he, Higgins I runs think the three difference. routes, but he runs them really fucking well. Yeah. The okay. the difference is, you know, Higgins can take the top off the coverage. You can hit him on a deep ball. Oh yeah. But Higgins doesn't have the speed to turn an out route into a 60-yard touchdown like Jamar Chase did in Kansas City last year, right? Uh, Jennifer just reminded the Bengals are coming off a bye. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. The, the Chase, anytime he catches the ball, has the ability to yep. score, right? I, I don't think Boyd or Higgins Jamar Chase is have that ability. scary. Yeah. It, 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 it's about what he does. Scary. To, but, but to the way that you have to roll your coverages and you have to yes. just play defense in general, now you don't have yes. to do that. Now and you don't have me, to do it. That makes a big difference. Exactly. You know, yeah. uh, I'm not saying you don't put your best corner on two right. You do. But you put a corner on him. You don't put a corner and Minka and maybe right. think about jamming into the line, too. You don't, you don't do all that. Jamar Chase is fucking scary good. T. Higgins yeah. is just good. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I, look, when we, we, when we've been successful against Joe Burrow, it's been getting at his feet, you know, yeah. up the middle. Yeah. Um, just, just getting at those legs, getting at those feet. And, and, and I, and I think that's going to be key this week is that ability to do that, obviously with Watt coming back. Um, and, and uh, uh, we saw what impact he has, not only, his own impact, but the impact that other guys around him feel because they don't get doubled and stuff. So, you know, I think, I think that's going to be huge, but yeah, you're, you're right. With no Jamar chase, it allows Terrell Austin to do some different things that he otherwise wouldn't be able to do. You know, um, if, if Minka is back, what does that three safety look, um, that, that Austin is bound to use? What's that going to look like? going to be man, fun. Well, I, I think people get an image in their head. And they just kind of see, you know, an umbrella. I don't think that's you, what's going to no, be. No, no. You you put KZ at free safety. Yeah. You have you have Terrell Edmonds sitting in the box, being Terrell Edmonds. Yep. And you let you let Minka kind of go. Well, I'm going to freelance a little bit. Yeah. And you let him be a playmaker the way they used to let Troy be a playmaker. Yeah, I, I'm I'm very curious to see what happens, and, and Bill makes a good point here. Maybe that means less Blaine and and they, Bobby. I love you, man. You work your tail off, but I I just can't see you as much as I do right now. Yeah, the, this past week with Miles Jack out, um, they they basically had on third downs in the dime package. It was KZ and Norwood at safety. And then um, Edmonds came up into the yep. box as kind of the second linebacker. So, um, you know, th and there could be some of that, too, that Edmonds kind of plays that in the in the box role. Um, they had Edmonds spying Taysom Hill a little bit when Hill was in the game. Um, and they did a really good job against Alvin Kamara, too. You know, yes. that was really the guy who the Saints offense ran through was Kamara. And um, 
you know, they, they did a, they did a good job. Although, you know, why the saints kept trying to throw the ball instead of just handing it off to Camara was astounding. I didn't understand why new Orleans wasn't trying to get Camara a little more just over the middle, just dump yeah. over the middle. Like so many other teams do to us. I mean, didn't you, did you expect that? What's that? I, I thought, I, I thought we'd see a little more of that, but the difference between Sean Payton and Dennis Allen is, is, is well, huge. Um, Dennis Allen should not be a head coach in this league. Man, when um, he walked off at the end of that game, he looked like a guy that was like, oh, there was a game today. Did we lose? I mean, he looked so nonchalant about it. It's, like, it's crazy. I, mean, I don't think that Dennis Allen's fingerprints are on that offense at all. I, I think that he's a defensive coach. He's a defensive play caller. Right. He's <laughs> the head coach, but I don't think that he's – I don't know. Anyway, and you might you might be right, but uh, I, but, but that point, hey, Sean Payton is that offensive coach. Yeah, <laughs> like, you can exactly. Tell, you yeah, can yeah, see if if Sean see. Payton had been coaching that game on Sunday, and it was a 10-10 tie at halftime, he would have come out running the ball. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, yep. Yeah. What <laughs> uh, What did you guys think of uh, the the way that Canada uh, addressed? The, the first time running the offense without Claypool. Well, it looks like he, he did a lot of different things. I mean, we saw Gunner early. We saw Sims. We saw, obviously, multiple tight ends. Saw a little bit more Connor Hayward. Like Connor Hayward got a lot of snaps. Yeah, is that going to be the, kind of the, the MO going forward? I mean, or do you think they're trying to find somebody there? I, I, I don't know what to make of it just yet. I mean, it's just one game. I don't think you – I. I'd rather have a, a distribution of labor where you use more guys rather than one guy. I mean, we've talked about this a lot on the show that, you know, Claypool was miscast in the slot. They had three outside mm-hmm. receivers and were trying to get them all on the field at the same time. Two tight end sets are better than trying to force Claypool into the slot. You're also better off with, um, you know, even Steven Sims in the slot rather than, um rather than claypool it gives you more options that ball the the ball that Pickett threw to Najee on the wheel route in yeah. the end zone that went through Najee's hands yep. was a, a fantastic throw don't get it was, me wrong it was, it was a throw. really good throw and it hit Najee in the hands but sims was wide fucking open at the two yard line he was coming across the field on a crossing route yep. and he was wide open and i was i was sitting there in the stands i was like throw it to 82 and he went for the i mean he threw a good ball don't get me wrong but that's yep. one of those things where you know sims can can run more routes out of the slot than claypool could he can't mm-hmm. run the go route out of the slot but mm-hmm. we don't throw it over the middle of the field anyways so right. you know that's, it doesn't really matter i i, I want to say that claypool was misused out of the slot he was miscast. They, 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 no, no, no. You're, you're going to say he's miscast, but that's if you're using it, if you're going to use him like a traditional slot, which they tried to do. It didn't work if they had just said, okay, we're going to put him in the slot, but we're going to play the slot to his strengths. We're going to we're gonna do it for Chase Claypool rather than trying to run Matt Canada's fucking offense. Here's your team that doesn't run a sluggo. <laughs> it might have fucking worked. That's all I'm saying. I don't well, know how. So, wait, so, so but what does that mean for Chase Claypool then? If you, what type of uh, slot receiver? Uh, there are big slots all over the fucking league. Oh no, I know, I know there are. But but how do you utilize them? <laughs> what routes do you use for him that you wouldn't use for, let's say, a Steven Sims or Gunnar Olszewski? Slot go. Slot go. Slot go. Post. Um, I run some deep slants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yes, Ryan. I mean, I, again, like, I, it's not all Canada's fault, but like, no, I saw no. the same shit that I've seen every week, and I just think that they executed better in in situations. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a fucking George George Pickens touchdown on a fucking jet sweep. I mean, like, <laughs> like, like. Why did he just, you know, throw the ball to Derek Watt? I mean, I mean, I'm just saying, like, it's the same yeah. shit. Like, and again, yeah. it's not all Canada's fault, but like, like, you're right, Ben. The the Saints defense is not terrible, but like they just wanted that team wanted nothing well, to do with their that their DBs were pretty bad on yeah, them. but they, they yeah. were, man. But, like, this is a division game, and I'm and not we had Andy Dalton. 
Let, let's yeah. not discount the, the no. Andy Dalton I mean. factor. Like, like, like we, you know, I don't want to. I don't I mean, want to. Joe yeah. Burrow is not Andy Dalton. Yeah. All right. No, no he's not. <laughs> no. He no, ain't. And, and yeah, I wish and, he were. I wish to God. Absolutely. He Andy Dalton. That would be awesome. But he's not. Yeah. Uh, don't and, forget also the Bengals are 0-3 in the AFC North. Uh, really? th- this isn't just a big game yeah, in terms they, of, I mean, they, they, they have they, to win this game. They, yeah, this is a huge opportunity yeah. for them. And then, but also a huge opportunity for the Steelers. Um, yep. I'm, I'm not saying playoffs. I'm not going to say that, but like, but I'm saying that like, it's just one game at a time, right. start stacking wins. Um, but getting back to, to the, you know, the point is that right. Cincinnati's defense is playing much better. Um, they've already seen the Steelers once. Mm-hmm. I know they haven't seen Kenny Pickett yet, but that being said, they've seen Matt Canada's yeah. offense. And, and, and they know us. They know our and they, yes, they know our and personnel. They're familiar. So yeah. don't be surprised uh, if a Gunnar Olszewski sweep goes for negative three to four. <laughs> God, please. <laughs> early on. Fucking jet sweeps. Jesus. Uh, so frustrating to watch. So uh, first, let me uh, just give the the quick uh, warning to Mr. Casey Kasem to get him up in the bullpen. Oh! Uh, but in any case, we've got picks to do for this weekend's game, and which uh, we barely talked about at all. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you know, look, um, I, yeah, it is what it is. Ian, what do you got for this weekend? Oh shit! I've been terrible this year at making picks. Oh, it's um, been hard. although actually, I said. I said 20 difficult. to 16 this past week and the Steelers did get to 20. Yeah. Um, the yeah. Saints did not get to 16. Um, and actually the Steelers could have 17, didn't I? You did. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you swore at me when I said 20 to 16. That's right. That's um, right. And, and honestly, the Steelers could have had like 26 points because we missed two field goals. Mm-hmm. And actually there was another one where, we were in field goal range and Pickett got sacked. So it could have yes. almost we we could have almost got to twenty nine. Could have been twenty nine. Holy shit! What I know. Fuck. I mean, we we won the game. Although you know, last week we did tell everyone on the show to bet the under and the over under. I think it was forty one when we recorded, and it went down to thirty eight or something yeah. like kickoff. Yeah. And uh, so I don't know what the line is this week. Um, on the game. I, I haven't looked at it yet. Neither have I. Yeah. Well, I, I'm pretty sure we're dogs. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 Six and a half. C- Cincinnati's okay. favored by six and a half. The over under is at 44 and a half. So, wow. all right. Mm, yeah. A lot of points for a home dog. <laughs> yeah, it is. So, what do you got? What's your prediction? Right. My, my prediction, since I've been so terrible this year, yeah. uh, I'm going to pick the bungholes to win. Oh, um, and hope that I'm wrong again. Uh, so, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Bengals twenty four, Steelers sixteen. Okay, uh, all right. Uh, Scarps. I like when Ben swears at me when I make my predictions. <laughs> yeah, I mean this is a t- this is a tough one. Um, because it is a division game and yeah. a couple weeks ago, the Bengals got Bengals got at their asses kicked by the Browns. And I did not see that one coming. <laughs> right. But, that's great. Um, but you know, I, I, again, I, I think Cincinnati is, I think Cincinnati is a much better football team than the Steelers. Uh, and they're in a revenge spot. I think they got a lot to prove and you're right. It, Jamar chase is not there. But this is not the same Bengals as 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 they used to be with you know Carson Palmer and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Andy Dalton. Uh, I'm gonna go Bengals 27-20. Whoa, another 20 point outing for the Steelers. I think 20 is their ceiling. I really <laughs> unless they get a, unless they get a defensive touchdown. Right. I think 20 is is what they is okay. what they. Gave. All right. Uh, by the way, weather report: Pittsburgh Sunday, thirty degrees, winds of fifteen miles an hour. Oh, good times! Yes, yeah. Ben, your prediction. Uh, I'll be at the game, so that'll be fun. There you oh, go. well, bundle up, <laughs> bundle up, bungle up. And <laughs> <laughs> I look at it a lot better when I you guys drink and you call them the bangles. Bangles, <laughs> really, much better. 
Uh, I, I, I have, again, this weird feeling the Steelers are going to pull something out of their ass. Oh, boy. And, you know, it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be impressive. We're not going to be like, yeah, they're actually fucking good. But I think they they could win this week. And I don't know. Maybe it'll be a fluky kind of a win where, you know, there are like weird turnovers or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. Defensive I, I don't touchdown, know. Special Defensive team touchdown, touchdown, special team touchdown. Maybe something like that. I'm going to go Steelers 21. <laughs> To, three uh, touchdowns. I don't have we we haven't scored three touchdowns in a game all year. No, no. <laughs> you know, it might be it could be seven be field goals. We had a defensive score. I we had a defensive right. score week means one. There'd be six misses. Uh, Twenty-one and 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 the Bengals seventeen. All right, all right. I'm gonna make it simple. I got uh, I got Cincinnati twenty-three, Pittsburgh twenty. In a classic AFC North game, I think this one will change hands a few times. You guys times all and... picked 20 points. Yep, yep. I, I, uh, no, I, I think it's just 16. our number. Oh, you yeah, yeah. I yeah, I said our number. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another installment of America's Top 40 featuring the late, great, <laughs> ghostly form of Mr. Casey Kasem as he takes a long-distance dedication from a forlorn soul in Pittsburgh. <laughs> America Top 40. It's time for a week of November 15th, 1972. 50 years ago, to be exact. Ryan from Pittsburgh writes, Dear Casey, what a heroic, monumental, triumphant victory last Sunday for the Steelers. It's as if they defeated the 72 Dolphins <laughs> and 85 Bears simultaneously. <laughs> I got two words for you, Casey. And this time, it isn't Canada sucks. Those two words I have for you are Super Bowl. There's simply no other way to look at this Steelers victory other than it's going to propel them to their seventh Lombardi. Holy shit. (laughs) Everything is fine. It's sunshine, rainbows, clear skies, puppy breath, unicorn farts, Johnny Walker blue, and cocaine lollipops. Johnny Walker blue? Really? And cocaine lollipops, Casey. This team has no flaws. It's absolutely perfect. Vincent Van Gogh told me that his biggest regret was painting Starry Night instead of painting the 2022 Pittsburgh John Lennon told me that he would have given up every Beatles song he ever wrote if he could have written a song as good as Renegade, since it's the Steelers' anthem. (laughs) Thomas Edison told me he would have rather invented the pre-snap motion into a jet sweep than the light bulb, phonograph, and camera. (laughs) What I'm trying to say, Casey, is that even Yahweh is jealous of the Steelers' omnipotence. Oh, Yahweh. Wow. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. That's, of course, the lyrics to Amazing Grace, written by none other than the chief, Art Rudy Sr. (laughs) Amen. Back to the task at hand here. I don't know what took me so long, Casey, but I can see clearly now. Well, Ryan, it sounds like you've been huffing airplane model glue, but nonetheless, you've turned the corner and you're on the right track. We got a real treat for you. At number one for the third consecutive week on American Top 40, here's I Can See Clearly Now by Johnny Nash. (laughs) Wow. I literally wrote that five minutes before I got on here. Wow. Changing my floors in my basement and had all these ideas in my head, and that just came out. Starry Night and rather the Pittsburgh Steelers 2022. That's great. That's That's good stuff, man. What, what there was a point in there I wanted to go back and reference, but I've completely lost my shit. That the chief wrote amazing great. Think about that. that. I, mean, I mean, yeah, wow. that's uh oh, I know what I want to say. Uh Ian, uh Renegade, can we give Renegade credit for the W this week? Uh, you know, we did get the Devontae Casey interception after yeah. Renegade, so it did it did happen. It, right. It, yeah, you know, that said, they played Renegade before the kickoff. Yep. And then we kicked off, and then we took a defensive timeout. And it was like, what's going on? Like, I don't know. The, the mojo was weird in the stadium after that. Agreed. But 
Um, but you know, yeah, it was it was on the renegade drive. We got you know, we we did get a turnover, so okay, it, it worked. Yeah, yeah, it, it's just it, it seems to me they they've picked some unusual times, but when you got a team that's uh, unusual, I guess it it only fits. So yeah, yeah. All right, we're gonna get on out of here. Thanks everybody who jumped on tonight and uh, enjoyed this hour plus with us, and uh, thanks all the li- listeners out there, whether you're viewing the YouTube or uh, just listening uh, on your favorite podcast platform or whatever. We really do appreciate it. Always chime in. We love to talk to you. And uh, as always, have a great week. Enjoy the Steelers game on Sunday. So for these guys, this is Steel Dad signing off on the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. And hey, go Steelers. Ravens suck.